Now I need a drink. Mm. I'm having a drink. What no, are you no, doing? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. What do I say? Forget. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to episode 36 of Unknown Regions Podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and with me, as always, is my other host, or your other host, my son, Colin. What's up? What's up is, I don't even remember how to do this, because it's been a month, because... <laughs> is it a month? Yeah, dude. We've got That's three un... One, two, three uncovered episodes of the bad batch to go over today that's crazy because school be like school be like please write an entire symphony with an electronics patch that you don't know how to build (laughs) yeah Yeah, dude please write music with code and you don't know how to code yeah this is actually what he's no 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 it's like learn how to code yeah and then write a piece low write a piece using the code it's weird it's weird Whatever. I can't. I don't know if people will, will, will even understand. Seven hundred hours he's been spending on this class. <laughs> it's crazy, man. At, I should play it over the podcast. You should actually. <laughs> you should be at, when it's finally done. Yeah. You should be like, this is why we haven't been podcasting. This, <laughs> this, this Dude. noise tapestry that I had to make. Oh, I like that. I might call it that. Noise tapestry. That's a good name. You for better it, credit actually. me. You better credit my ass. Uh, yeah, I, I would. That. My presentation. I would. So anyway, yeah, we have to cover episodes four, five, and six of The Bad Batch today. And we're doing it with a timer. <laughs> we, uh, did you actually set it? I haven't yet. Okay, no, okay, this okay. is jibber jabber. Okay. But um, I do want to mention, I have not read the new comic by Charles Soule, War of the Bounty Hunters. I actually wasn't going to read it. I mean, I, I probably would have eventually, but it wasn't like pressing until I started seeing people freak out about it. I've seen freaking out like, wow, I didn't expect this. And I've also seen a couple of people be like, mm, this is not for me. So I'm very curious to know. Because, you know, Charles Soule. What is it called? War of the Bounty Hunters. Whoa. Yeah. That's a cool title, though. It is, but, <clears throat> excuse me, the last Bounty Hunter series was... was not good. <laughs> okay. So I didn't think I was going to read another Bounty Hunters comic because they just tend to be like, you know, gunslinging dude stuff. <laughs> I mean, mostly. what do you expect? <laughs> I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I did. I did not like the last one. It was like over the top. Not. Uh, I did not like it. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse us. We're Bro. both having allergy issues today. You guys need to like that when you do that. <laughs> I try, but then you're like, it doesn't matter if you mute your mic because my mic picks it up. No, no, no. I'll catch you, but Okay. Fine. Oh, by the way, he's he's here with me. Yeah. Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In person. You can probably tell because of the fact that there's no, like, hor- car horns in the background or anything. <laughs> no neighbors. No uns, uns, uns. 
from yeah. downstairs in the bar. That's true, too. Oh, why don't you tell the people what <laughs> oh, no, no. you've discovered that tequila is disgusting. Oh, dude. As a 21-year-old. <sighs> it's so bad, dude. It really hurt. Oh, no. <coughs> I wasn't ready for that one, to be fair. <laughs> I'm okay. really sorry. Uh, yeah, it was gross, man. Maybe I need a cough drop. Just straight tequila shot, man. For the first time ever. But I mean, duh. Don't do that. I guess. Right. But I didn't know any better. I'm going to have a cough drop. Hopefully that'll help matters a little bit. Okay. Okay, so let's get to These it. These are just audio... These are just all audio no-nos that you're doing right now. <laughs> Coughing in the mic, crinkling the wrapper, <laughs> cough drop in your mouth. Like, you are trashing it right now. I just want everyone What's to know. What's our motto here on Unknown Regions? No, but you get mad at me when I do this. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. I get mad when you, like, snort and sniffle, like... But... What did you just do? <laughs> I had to cough. I turned it. I muted it. You told me to mute it. Is it still muted? No. No. I was about to be like, oh, shoot. <laughs> okay, okay. What, um, what I was going to say, um, I, I, I also realized the other day that this mic, this one, uh, this model that I'm using, my mom and I both use Blue Yeti microphones, but I have one that's kind of like an like a 20-year anniversary, I think. Yours is newer than mine, yeah. 10-year anniversary? Yeah. And, and fancier, the mute button... Like. The best thing about it is the mute button on this has like a rubber coating on it. You can't hear it. You click. can't hear it. It is annoying. You can. On yeah, yours, I know. It's hard cover, and you see it too. It like spikes out of screen and like all that. Yeah, so, it's dumb that they did that. It's super nice. I really like that. It's, anyway, it's dumb that you. They made it so you could hear the mute button clicking. Like, yeah. think about the irony. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. It's exactly. <laughs> really stupid. It is ironic. Okay, That's good so stuff. we because. We have three whole episodes to get through. Yeah. Um, I happen to have a Death Star kitchen timer. <laughs> dude. So I brought it down That's to... That's going to scare us when it goes off, dude. We're going to try this. We're... You know how we... You know how we do. We just talk a lot. So <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to set the Death Star at 20 minutes. Okay. And we're going to see... 20 minutes. Dude. <laughs> I know. It's going to be rough. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're going to see if we can keep each episode discussion down to 20 minutes and then there's going to be discussion post those three discussions like wrap up kind of thing okay fine uh so i'm setting it right now okay it's blinking okay i think it's working let me listen is it blinking oh see, see if you can hear this uh, what <laughs> i can't hear I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it, but it is, you can hear it, tick, 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 like okay. we're on the clock. Okay. So, so it works. Yes. Okay. Episode four, Cornered. Yep. Um, in which we go to a planet called Pandora. Yeah. Not Pandora. Okay, but like. But it might as well be. On, <laughs> it might as well be Pandora. Yeah, man. Um, because, yeah, stuff happens there that. <laughs> stuff happens. Pandora's box. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's of. a thing. With if you want if Phoenix Shand inside. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, perhaps yeah. That's why they wanted that name. But they dream, they name dropped Idaflor too as an uninhabited planet that they were thinking about going to. Have we, do we know that one? I don't think so. Okay. I actually didn't Google it, but put a pin in that because maybe they'll go back there. Okay. Uh, okay, so they have to go to Pandora because they need to get supplies. Um, they're out of food. Wrecker's not okay with that. And they need to get supplies because... Wrecker be hungry. Tech is like, 
we need to scramble this ship's signature key. Whatever that means. I guess that just means... Driver's they, or license plate. They will be unidentifiable, <laughs> I suppose, yeah, is yeah. what that means. So they go to Pantora, which I guess is the closest planet where they think they can get food and supplies. Yeah. And it looks like Space Agrabah, basically. Yeah. Um, all the cities, all the new plants and cities are very pretty. Yeah, they're super cool. I like how they're taking from, like... Clear multiple different like culture, mm-hmm. cultural architecture. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and um, we meet an Ugnaught. <laughs> yes, who is shady. Yeah, and um, sees them come in and they have a little exchange, but then he immediately contacts Finnick Shan and is like, "Hey, <laughs> I got him. A ship just landed. The one like you're looking for." Um, <clears throat> so, animated Finnick Shan is finally here. Yeah. How do you think she looks? Do you think she looks I right? think she looks amazing. Ming-na. Queen. Queen. Oh. <laughs> I love her so much. <sighs> okay. Yeah, dude. Um, so... I like her music, too. Hmm? She has a cool little motif. Yeah, she has a little mini motif. It's a motif, yeah. It's cute. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I just have random notes here. That's fine. More or less, but... <clears throat> yeah, out of the three, my mom has come to determine that out of the three that we're talking about today, this one's probably the least... Of her favorites, right? You've been saying that? Um, I mean, that's not to say I didn't like it. I really did. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if it was my least favorite. I'm not sure. But, um. Oh, is that that ticking? Yeah, that's the timer. You can hear it's it. It's ticking that fast? Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> that might be minutes? on the mic. I don't know if we should. You should probably keep it, like, over there so it doesn't get picked up on the mic. I don't want that to be. You can definitely hear that. I think it's funny, though. No, that's bad. That's bad. All right. But you're not going to hear it when it goes on. You will. Okay. Death Star, you sit over there. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Did I just... (gasps) Did I just give us less time? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I might have... All right, continue. Continue. Let's go. Okay. So, um, basically, they they split up. Hunter and Omega and Tech, right? Yeah. No. Echo. Hunter, Omega, and Echo go into the city. Oh, yeah. Tech and, tech and Wrecker and stay behind. Tech and Wrecker have to rip out, have to find the signature key device or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite lines of the episode, because Wrecker, you know, my husband, <laughs> he, they're, they're bickering because they're the old married couple of right, the right. bunch. I like their relationship. And, and Tech's like, da-da-da-da-da. And, <laughs> and Wrecker says... Whatever, just tell me what to rip out. <laughs> <laughs> true, dude. True, dude. Get to the point, man. Okay, so the other three go into the city or town, and there's a parade going on, and it's a bunch of troopers, and the citizens are like, woohoo! And they're wearing clone trooper uniforms, right? But they're white. They're in the like, Yeah, the they're face. still wearing clone trooper uniforms, which is, yeah. Yeah, it's cool, dude. Um, it's and... very weird to see that, because that's kind of the first time we've seen, like, in anything on screen, like, clone troopers. True. In their ranks, besides like Order sixty six happening, that's kind of the first time we've seen that. That is it. That is true. Or I guess uh, before okay. they've morphed into stormtroopers. You troopers. see, I guess technically you see something like that, like in the first episode when Order sixty six actually happens, like when the clones are standing side by side and they're being told. Yeah, well. but this, but is, this is the first time you've seen them like in action out yeah. in the field. It was very. It was. It was a cool. It was a cool image. I don't know, and it gave me a huge vibe of. Oh, Howl's Moving Castle. 
hmm. a little bit because the the movie start or the movie starts off with like there are soldiers just marching in the street and then there's these guys like trying to shift through the crowds like get I don't know I don't know weird connection but for some reason I just saw the movie I think it's gonna be in my head like that but I don't know if there's a connection there just interesting yeah um we're on task schedule so Omega asks uh well she she's like why is everybody so pumped up and one of i forget who says well they're happy because the war is over yeah right but they're kind of like i don't know about that bro and and she's like well the war is over isn't that good so you know this whole educating the education of omega you know into like what is actually going on yeah continues um, so they go, they have this explosive device. They have one left. Wrecker's very mad that they're selling it, but they need money. So they go to a, like a pawn shop and they try to sell this explosive device. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. We can't do this. I'm a reputable business now. Yeah. yeah. This is not like it used to be. So, um, but the guy's like, but Hey, you're droid. Oh yeah. Dude. I'd take your, I'd, I'd buy your droid and it's, it's echo Yeah. with like a mat, uh, like a th- helmet on that makes him kind of look like a droid because he didn't want to be yeah, oh, suspicious. Also, by the way, I think this was the episode that for the first time I, I realized that echo's helmet actually has like an incision in the back, like around the sides so that his like lobot device thing can spit oh, right in. So like, yeah, that's, that's cool. not part of the helmet. Like the thing that you see. You're in the right. Side. It's very cool. I don't, it's, uh. It's very like it's 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 a nice little like that's like a little thing I noticed and I was like that's so weird actually because there's never been a helmet like that. That know? is cool. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even notice that, but mm-hmm. you're right. He would have to have something. You see it like custom. You, you literally see the gap in in a shot. I forget exactly where, but you do see it. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So that's both funny, and also sad. Yeah, dude. <laughs> tough man because it's you know pointing out the fact once again that he's more Cyborg. machine more machine than man these days <laughs> yes yes um but also very cute in is while they're in the shop omega sees a little trooper doll oh is that where she that looks the... very much like the dolls that they sell at galaxy's edge by the way those little oh, cool rag dolls okay and she takes a liking to it and is kind of playing with it i'm sure they're going to be selling the bad batcher Oh, I hope so. Okay. <laughs> I hope so. They'd be missing that. That'd be chance. great. Yeah. But anyway, so Hunter, quote unquote, sells Echo to get money, and he's like, "Don't worry about it. You can just like escape later when I call you. Don't worry about it." So he, the the owner of the shop, locks him in the droid room, basically where there's a a protocol droid and three astromechs, which of course I'm like, babies. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them's called Clink, and he's a good boy. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. He's so cute. Okay. But there's like this little power tussle between Echo. He's like, I'm in control. Now. And the the protocol droid, which I found also very funny. Yeah. Because the That's protocol... kind of a weird scene, but it was, it was funny. I think it's super funny because the protocol droid's like, excuse me, I'm in charge here. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. Also, is that a voice, a a voice actress that we know? Uh, I know. I didn't look. Oh. I don't know. Probably. They tend to use the same people for different things so while all this is going on omega gets distracted by cute puppies um <laughs> which by the way same species as buggles oh toradoses 
okay. puppy okay. in Resistance. Oh, nice. Um, and I had to look this up because I didn't know, but they're called Warpacks, those little puppies, okay. dog things. So the puppy steals her doll and she goes running after it and gets lost. And who should pop up to help her, in quotes, finish it? She's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you lost, little girl? Oh, mm-hmm. let me mm-hmm. help you. Um, so there's this whole few scenes with Omega and Fennec. Yeah, those scenes are cool. Where I was just I like, those. oh, this is so interesting. I got big, like, uh, Snow White kind of vibes. Snow White, is that what I'm thinking of? Like, like Yes. Yeah, I think so. Where the witch is like, I can help you. Here's this yeah. apple. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Something like, like the sort, like, or, or like, um, no, it's not the same as, like, Maleficent and Aurora, but it's, 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 it's very Snow White. It's like, it's like the, the caretaker the playing games with the kid, like the, you know, making which, it bad for them. Which is one way you can take it, but it's also. It's a very fantastical kind of approach. It's very fairy tale-ish, you're yeah. right. But also I was just like, huh, she seems oddly sincere. Oh yeah, that too, yeah, yeah. I think she was. She seems oddly sincere. I don't think she's heartless, man. Because really all she needed to do was grab her and run. Yeah. She didn't need to have this little heart-to-heart about, you know, what does she say? It's okay to break the rules sometimes. And then she tells her, like, when she's falling, like, tuck and roll, kid. Like, she's literally teaching her stuff. Yeah. Within, whilst kidnapping her. I mean, is this is this the first? Yeah, it's a, it's a very cool. I, honestly, I think this episode is super nuanced in a lot of ways. Like the storytelling is kind of nuanced. Like it's a bunch of di- bunch of dimensions that are being shown to you. At I once. think you're very right, and I think. And I also maybe think, that's why when I first saw it, I was like, "What is happening right now?" Yeah, it just it. I think from a filmmaking standpoint, I think things were prevented and not cohesively. Like, like, I think when the action started, it happened too fast, and I think it was kind of like, whoa, like, we're all of a sudden in this zone, which is not to say that it was too fast, but it was fast for me, where I was like, like, what is happening? You know what I'm saying? I, I Like, I'm sure I missed thousands of things because of that, because there it is wasn't a lot. presented on a silver platter, There I is guess. a lot going on in this episode. Like, right when they're, like... They're, There's three stories. There's A story, yeah. A plot, B plot, C plot. And they had, what, the episode's like 21 minutes or something like that? <laughs> it's like, it's hard to long. fit time into that. It's hard to fit that much into that time, I guess, which is why it felt kind of co- incohesive to me. But now that you mention it, like, it is interesting, because at that point, before this episode, was Omega ever involved in any, like, run-and-gun type of action scene or not? Nah? You're putting me on the spot to actually remember things, which is bad. Um, not in the first episode, that's for sure. I can't remember. I'm not sure. But this is definitely... This is like her first action sequence, it feels like to me. Um. Yeah, well, I feel like they just they had already put her in danger. Oh yeah, she's been in danger. Well, she had that whole encounter with the animal. Was that the episode after this or before that this? That was before. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's been she's been being put in these situations already, but I'm just saying this was kind of the first time where it was like called upon her to be like you got to move fast. This is like fast action. Here we go. Yeah, true. Uh so and it's cool. Yeah, like you say like she's telling her to tuck and roll and do all this stuff. It's like she's that education theme. Well, it's definitely there. And then you're you're left to wonder like what is up with what is up with Fennec because she yeah. doesn't kill the Ugnot at the end. That's true. 
and that's true i was expecting that but she kills a bunch of other people like she kills all those yeah space cops yeah she switches with, on and without off. any you know she doesn't care about killing them um but i don't know i i got such a interesting vibe off of her i did too yeah this episode like she was for some reason seeming like maternal but also like deadly yes. and stuff like yes. that yes she seems she does seem let maternal. Just, let me just spit facts on this podcast right now. Well, we're going to you know talk about Omega and her female role models at the end. Because okay. there's a lot in these three episodes regarding that, and this is a big one. Yeah, as long as we hit on all the case the case studies, yeah. then when we get to the end. We'll but the Finnick versus Hunter hand-to-hand combat, it, it didn't last very long, <laughs> but it was A++++. plus 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 plus. What? Like, oh, I loved it. Bro, the way she flips that knife that. around... Oh, O versus Hunter. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were talking about um, Wrecker. Okay. No, 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 no. No, that was cool. That was cool. That was cool. I love that. That was cool. That was so, dope. shipping it? Question mark. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm already. I'm pretty sure every episode you shipped him with a new. person. I ship him with a new person Relax, every time. Dude. I know, but that I'm sorry. Uh, I yeah. like it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Wrecker finds out that someone's after Omega, and he is like, "Oh hell no," and not on right. my watch. So he goes after her. Also, to help rescue is, her. Is this before or after he hit his head the first time? Is this the first time he hit his head? No, he hit his head last time. Okay, Episode okay. three, I want to say. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, This yeah, head yeah, yeah. stuff's been going on already for a okay, while. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that ends up with Wrecker versus Finnick, and Finnick manages to use his own weight against him and knocks him out. So he's... He's he's getting head injury after head injury. The yeah. poor guy, um, but that's building up to something, obviously. Uh, okay, so as far as Echo and the droids go, they're just adorable. Yeah, the whole thing is funny. It's funny, yeah. It's it's very subtle. The droid heist. The droid. Uh, there any, have been a lot of those in Clone Wars too. I like, know that was a, that was very flavorful of like OG like season one, season two. Anytime there's a little squadron of astromechs, I just am like, oh, so cute. Yeah, it's good. But in this case, they need, (laughs) Tech is talking to Echo via the comm link. He's like, well, I I don't suppose you have like a squad of mechanics or something that can help me put the ship back together because (laughs) apparently there's been, there's an incident happening and we need to get the hell out of here. He has no idea what's going on. And Echo's like, uh, actually, yeah, I do actually yeah, yeah, have yeah. a squad. So he takes over the droids and they march out of there and the owner's like, WTF. No. <laughs> and Echo's like, yeah, I'm not a droid, dude. So they'll be back. Just hang on. Yeah, okay. Or do they go back? They do. because oh, that's good, okay. Because remember, like, after they fix the ship, help fix the ship, Echo promises the protocol droid, he's like, once this is over, you get to be back in charge again. Yeah, okay, for sure, for sure. And she's like, I also like how he oh. was like, "You got me for a bargain." Yeah, you got me. For That's a, a good line. You didn't write that down. I didn't You're write just... that down. I'm sorry. That's a good one. Classic, dude. So basically, then we have a classic Attack of the Clones. Yes, sir. Chase speeder chase through the city. Yes, sir. With Omega in peril. And um, Finnick trying to get her, and Hunter trying to get her back, and also not let her die. Well, it's like one of those. It's one of those like three-way chase things. Three-way. Like, or I guess it's two-way. Goal because Omega's running, and then Finnick's trying to get her, and then Hunter's trying to get her. Well, Finnick has her, and then oh, 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 yeah, okay, I'm forgetting that. So then Hunter's 
trying to get her back. Oh, gotcha. Okay, never mind. Never but, you know, she keeps falling off a thing. Like, she's basically, she's the princess in this episode where she needs to be rescued. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, she is a child. It's not like... Well, she also, she's... She, Omega is often put in the situation of having to rescue the clone. So it's like, honestly, it's about... She's the, she did it first, actually, yeah. if I recall correctly. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, keep going, keep going. Okay, that's We're almost done. We're almost done. Okay, yeah, we are almost done. I just want to point out the action of this episode is so meticulously executed. Oh, yes, 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 yes. How the Bad Batch are working together to find Omega. And I just love the way they're doing these action sequences between the members of the Bad Batch. I'm never confused. Which I get oh, yeah, conf- yeah. sometimes badly executed um, action sequences. I Rise get of Skywalker is very confusing. For that I reason. get confused, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Falcon and Winter Soldier several times. Oh, really? I got confused. Okay. On what was happening in the action. For sure. But these episodes so far, the action sequences are so well done and so well <clears throat> written and directed that I'm never confused so cool. far. And there's a lot of characters going on. Like we said, there's A plot, A plot, B plot, C plot. I mean, it's the same voice actor, dude. <laughs> well, that too, but I mean, I'm, it's, it's I mean crazy that how too. You can we, tell it's going we, on. Let's just assume that every episode we talk about we are holding D. Bradley Baker well, up no, on I'm, a pedestal I, because I'm we're not it, we're not necessarily going to talk about him all the time. But. I'm saying that right now to say that that is something where if if like if if you were watching any other animated series and there were clones of the same person and the same voice actor was at, was voice acting for those clones of people or whatever and there was action going on, it would be hard to tell like what's going on because it's the same voice it's the same visual it's like it's kind of, it's difficult right it's but true. they have different armor which really helps d bradley baker's ability to change his tone is really good um the music helps i mean the like editing from a scene to b scene a plot b plot c plot kind of thing like you're always there too it's like always switching up and like but you said, like these said, episodes though, are not very long they're, but, they're yeah. like a half an hour or less and i'm just like what how are they doing this so but well this one in particular i was kind of like i think they tried putting a lot into this episode did you get lost i didn't get i lost. got a little lost did you? i couldn't keep up maybe that's what i mean to say not lost oh. uh but you know i would have to watch it a few more times to really cohe like be to find the cohesion in the storytelling i would need to watch it again i think i only watched it once so anyway oh my god i just accidentally swallowed my cough <laughs> nice oh <laughs> Okay. Thank God it went the right, down the correct pipe. We would yeah, have had a yeah. very large problem. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, that's gone. Um, oh, yeah, you pointed out there's... Oh, no, 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 wait. Never mind. Forget it. That's oh. a different episode. Okay. Um, but the bottom line now is Finnick is, has arrived in this story. Yeah. And she is after Omega because someone has hired her. Who's the Alpha? Her. Omega. Who's the Alpha, though? I know. I know. I think she is Alpha in Omega. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe. Um, But why not name her Alpha? That's my question. Why choose the word Omega versus Alpha? Hasn't there already been an Alpha in Clone Wars? Like, an Alpha clone? Am I crazy? I think so, yeah. There hasn't been one? Mm Mm-mm. What am I thinking of? Oh. I wonder if I'm thinking of Dollhouse. I don't think they're gonna be able to hear you, dude. You're not I wonder if I'm thinking. <laughs> this is a random. This is how my. This is why my brain doesn't function correctly. We are on a timer, bro. I'm thinking of a, a series called Dollhouse. Okay. Oh yeah, I remember Dollhouse. With 
Eliza Dushku in it. Oh my gosh, what the heck? Where they all ha- they're all like weirdly like mind erased spies. This doesn't matter. And they this doesn't and matter. why are you talking? And about they're this? all named after the letter of the alphabet, like the military name. And there is okay. an alpha. Okay. Played by Alan Tudyk. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. And I think that's what my brain is remembering. Okay. Can we move I'm on? <laughs> crazy. Okay. Let's move on, bro. Um. So the bad bat. The bottom line is the bad batch now knows that someone's after Omega. Yep. All right. Okay. Episode me, five. Let me reset. Okay. The timer. <laughs> okay. Uh, we went over that one. Just we went, a like, little. Three minutes over. Oh, just a little bit. Okay. Timer is reset. Okay. <laughs> Blinking at me. Okay. Yeah. Episode five. Rampage. Yup. I think maybe I like episode four a tiny bit better than episode five. What? Just a tiny bit. Dude. I, I like them all. Trust me. Oh, I have to disagree with you. But there. I like, <laughs> because episode four, like I said, I'm just real impressed with how they have, they interwove the three plot lines and I was not confused. Okay. And okay. I followed it perfectly fine. Plus Fennec Shand. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously I'm going to be excited about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so episode five is called Rampage. Um, they give Omega Crosshair's old comlink, and she's adorable as always, and is like playing with it. And they're like, "Dude, not a toy." Dude. And she's like, "Okay." And then like two seconds later, she's like, "Toy," <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as any child would do. Um, Wrecker squatting Gonky. Yep, the boy. He comes back. The the workout with Wrecker sessions should be posted to. Some type of YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, okay, so they decide they're going to go to Ord Mantel. Yeah, that's cool. Big name drop yeah. planet from Empire Strikes Back. There was an incident in Ord. I don't think we have an official canon explanation of what the I don't incident. Think so. if there Maybe is, we it's do. A book or something. Yeah, I seen it. it might be in a book. Might be in a comic. I well, read. Who, said, who, who name drops it? Han Solo does, right? Yes, the bounty hunter we ran into in Ord Mantel. Oh, yeah. That's what made him decide he needed to go pay off Jabba. Because uh, uh. <clears throat> he now knows that Jabba's after him. Okay. For his money. <laughs> okay. Um, there are many a fan fiction about Ord Mantel, though. Oh. <laughs> that I love. Like a Han Leia. <clears throat> it's usually like Han Leia and Luke. Okay. Adventure and... Han and Leia romance stuff. Fan, like, highly recommend if you like fan fiction. <laughs> okay. Look up some Ord Mantel That's... fan fiction because those are fun. Okay. When are they going to Renvar, though? When are they going to Renvar, though? Dude. <sighs> I hope soon so that you will stop screaming about it. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. It's the coolest planet ever. And they've never used it. The visual would be so cool. I mean... There's a lot of Star Wars going on, so it Dude. can happen. Yeah, I hope so. They should have used Renvar in Mandalorian. That one episode where when he crash landed on the snowy planet. Yeah. There's no reason that couldn't have been Renvar. I There's thought no you were. Reason. I thought you were onto something when you thought that was Renvar, but it wasn't. Sweater man, I'm, he- I'm heated. All right, let's go. So the reason they're going is because there is a person on Ord Mantell called Sid that echoes like, "Hey, we have this contact." that we used to use sometimes for intel. So let's go see if if Sid knows who this bounty hunter is that's after Omega, i.e. Um, 
Fennec Shand. Yep. Uh, so they go to this bar, the seedy bar. It's all very seedy. And uh, <laughs> all seedy. Sid is supposedly the owner of this bar. And so they go there and there's like, you know, ne'er-do-wells. <laughs> yeah. Kind of fighting. Yeah, it's and scuffling. And there's this Trandoshan and um, voiced by Rhea Perlman. Yep. Who I had to I had to tell Colin, Rhea Perlman is married to Danny DeVito and played Carla Tortelli on Cheers, which was my favorite show. Oh, I didn't know she was on Cheers. Growing up. Okay. I saw a thing recently about how if you grew up in the seventies and the eighties, your favorite show was probably a somewhat inappropriate show for a child. Okay. <laughs> because they just didn't care. Like it was yeah, just no like care back then. you just watched whatever was on yeah. because you didn't have the dis- 800 channels at your disposal. Right. And so I was probably seven, eight, nine years old when Cheers, a show set in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> with a lot of sex going on. <laughs> okay. Was my favorite show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sam and Diane, I know I'm going off. Yeah, come on, I, I ha- bro. No, 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 this is too funny, though. Sam and Diane, after Han and Leia, it might have been around the same time, actually. I'm not sure who came first for my very first ship ever. It was either Han and Leia or Sam and Diane on Cheers. Really? Yes. Whoa. Yes. Sam and Diane, I... The OG abs- ship? That's crazy, One, actually. Both of those, I just was obsessed. Some mom history right there. Obsessed. But anyway, Carla Tortelli... Rhea Perlman's amazing. She's so funny. Okay. The second I heard this voice, I'm like, oh my God, she's in a bar. It's Carla Tortelli. This is so funny. Oh, Um, (laughs) I get it now. Yeah, it's so funny. (laughs) Okay, I get it now. Um, But anyway, of course, Rhea Perlman turns out to be Sid. Yeah, okay. And um, Omega uses her creepy intuition power to figure that out. Mm -hmm. Whereas the clones are like, where's Sid? We don't know where Sid is. Like they're just like, bro, they're you took us out here for nothing? Yeah, they're big dopes. And then and then Omega's like, uh, Clueless, this is her over here. So again, female character yep. popping up. Um, interesting. Yep. And we learn from her that um, she has, she, she can help them but for you know they they need to repay her in some way so and what do, what did the bad batch need like what are they out to get help for they're trying right? to figure out who, who Fennec that is. Shand is okay 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 fine keep who going. hired her who she is yeah keep going and um okay so sid's like yeah i can help you out but i need help i have this job and i don't know you know i need i need someone to help me with it um these slave traders these zygurians which i confirmed with you they are established they're an established race already yeah yeah. are they slave traders in the clone wars too well yeah there's like a bad guys there's a whole sequence where uh i forget who it was it might have been ahsoka ahsoka got like captured by them and uh oh she was like running around the forest trying to like save these kids oh that's them chewbacca running around the forest yeah it's like it's like they have like these pirate ships hunger games yeah Type of oh yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. That's I do remember that yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, I didn't realize that was them. Yeah. And for some reason they're Russian. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> or Eastern European, whatever. They have yeah. they have Eastern European accents. <laughs> I mean, it look, it works. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Put an accent on whatever, you know. And also, Ord Mantel's kind of cool because there's like the the seedy city, but then there's also the ruins of of the of old Ord Mantel. Yeah, that name's complicated. Old Ord Mantel. Old, old yeah, I can't even say it. <laughs> Ugh, never mind. Um, but yeah, that was cool. That I like. I always like when there's like ruins. Yeah, sure. Seeing like what happened before outside like, of a like a modern. City. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so anyway, Sid tells them these Zygerian slave traders, uh, they have a kid and she needs this kid to be rescued. And if they do that, then she will find out from her contacts who this bounty hunter is that's after Omega. And she actually calls them mercenaries. And they are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. <laughs> Why are you using the M word? <laughs> and she's like, well, duh, that's what you are now because you're... You know, Sid, yeah, safe paper. Sid knows full well that the Republic is gone. She's very surprised to even see them there. Like, she's just like, oh, why aren't you Imperial now? And they're like, yeah, we, uh, yeah, didn't work. We, we yeah. built different. That's what they We're really, Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> you got safe paper, by the way. Oh, um, I know. I, re- I recycle. Um, so anyway, she tasks them with rescuing this kid, Moochie. Yep. Moochie. Baby Moochie. All right, man. Just keep going. <laughs> no, I just, no, no, no. I just have to shout out. I have to shout out. Because, fine, he's making a face. <laughs> y'all, baby Moochie, y'all people know, know who up. you are. Y'all know what's up. Y'all yeah. know what's up. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So... They are like fine. We'll we'll do that. Would you stop? (laughs) Go away. Um, They're like fine. We'll do that. And they have a little conversation again where Omega's like, "What's a slave?" Ah, yes. And it's all very funny because it's like, "Girl, you a slave? Like, don't you?" But that's the thing. No, but they're also slaves. Of course, Everybody they're all property. They're all property of the Kaminoans and whatnot. But that's the thing. Like, she doesn't even know. She doesn't even know that she was property or that she... You know, it's weird. Because it's like Nala Say must have treated her like... With well, respect. I think it's funny because the, the line, what is a slave? Is that what she says? Yeah, what's a slave? That it's funny because what we're doing right now is contemplating what is a slave. <laughs> you realize I that? Guess. Super meta. I don't know if they were going for that, but it's kind of like, it's cool how she asked that question, and in order to kind of talk about her asking that question, and even like in the context of the show, you have to also kind of answer like, what is a slave? Like in this right, case. but it, she cool. is. She's property. Yeah. That's why they're after her. For sure. They want her back. But that's why I'm so confused because Nala say, if if the kid doesn't even know she was that, she must have been treated very well. Right. And this whole maternal thing. I would suppose so. Yeah. This whole maternal thing where these all these characters are like, I want to know what her relationship with Nala say was like. 
And I, bet I we really will. am curious. I'm sure we will. They love backstory stuff. It's fine. Well, plus, like, we know she helped them get away. Yeah. And now she's playing both sides because, I mean, I guess we don't know for sure that they're the ones that are after her, but. Right. Um, Lama Sue really couldn't give a, he couldn't care less. He's just like, well, they're our property. The end. Mm-hmm. But Nalase is definitely not of the same exact mindset as him. Yeah, all these, all this Kaminoan stuff going I know. on. I like this Kaminoan drama. I'm feeling the Clone Wars energies, man. Yeah, it's good. The vibes. Um, so they tell Bad Batch tells um, Omega to stay back on the ship because they don't want her getting, you know, in danger or whatever. Yep. Um, so she stays on the ship. And she's literally customizing her trooper action figure to be a Bad Batcher. Oh my god, it's so cute. Yeah, isn't that what people used to do with their action figures? Like with used Star to Wars? do? With Star Wars People action still figures. do it all Star the time. Star Wars action figures It's are, like, a thing. Them. Yeah, yeah. It's a super nerdy hobby that some people have where they customize their action figures. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but specifically, like, trooper action figures don't, like... Oh, I don't didn't know. did kids do that a lot, like, back in the day, like, I, Star Wars? I, I suppose. I didn't wouldn't have had a clue how to do I that. I used but. to do that. I used to do that with my Lego clone troopers. Like, I would color them and, like, put the designs on them because the Clone Wars, like, when you see... Because yeah. the Star Wars, you don't see a lot of color palette, but when you watch the Clone Wars series, like, there's a bunch of color... color like, yeah, yeah, color yeah. Palette. So I would literally take markers and, like, draw a little, like, See? That's so that's what... I, I relate. So cute. I relate, yeah. But she calls it a she. Yeah, it's cool. That's cool. Her action figure. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, uh, okay, good. so... Meanwhile, the Bad Batch goes to try to rescue what they think is a child. Yeah. I forget what planet, what race that is, um, but they're the green, the green Yeah, ones. I can't remember off the top of my head. And but... Yeah, I can't remember either. But they see a child that's being held captive by the, uh, what are they called? <laughs> my brain's not working today. Zygarians? Yeah, Zygarians. And they assume that that's Moochie. So they were like, okay, we got to bust them out of here. Which is kind of stupid. Why they scream? Uh, I mean, oh, how are they going to find out, I guess? It's a child. Yeah, whatever. Um, so they assume that that's Moochie. So they try to rescue Moochie. They get caught. Um, they're being held captive. What's a scug? I don't know. <laughs> we have a new insult. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a new insult. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. going to, when you're, I, I don't know what it means, though. I'm like trying to figure out by who he calls a scug and in what situation but mm. i think it's just a generalized yeah insult <laughs> so yeah beware yeah. that i'm gonna start calling you that when you annoy me oh no no please <laughs> so they um the leader sends some other zygurians to go to i don't even know why they go to the ship because to their to the marauder because it's they don't take it they don't take the ship well they're looking for others is that what they're doing yeah they were sent out to look for others i guess they do say i guess we'll take we'll they say there's nowhere in here take this ship later or something i don't remember but yeah i don't know but anyway um (laughs) in one of the funnier moments omega hears them coming and tells gonky hide and all gonky does is like box sit (laughs) Sit Box down mode. and turn power down. That's what Wally does. That was a Wally. <laughs> oh, yeah, move. it was. Well, you're right. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Anyway, it made me laugh. But um, she slips away un- undetected and realizes that her friends are in trouble. 
So she becomes a rescuer in this episode, which is, yeah. like you were saying, a nice little They go back and forth flip. with that. Yeah. Which is cool. I'd like to see that. Um, I just wrote down, Breezaks are cool. Breezaks are cool. Yeah. They're like <laughs> they are cool. flying squirrel dragons. They're super dope. They're scary looking. <laughs> I really like them. Yeah. Um, okay. So we find out, as she's trying to rescue them, she sees this large crate... As she's sneaking around, she realizes there's a big creature inside of it and lets him loose. Yep. It's a rancor. Yep. <laughs> Everybody. Woo! It's a baby it's rancor. Times, yeah. Um, and we find out in a little plot twist that the <laughs> rancor is Moochie. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a she. Yeah, dude. Good stuff, man. Let's just talk about the controversy first about this <laughs> rancor. Okay. Oh, well, you have that later in the sheet. I know. But we're going to skip to that. Okay. Um, is or is not this rancor the rancor? Is or is you ain't my baby? Is or is you ain't the rancor <laughs> that, that lives underneath Jabba's throne? That's a good question, man. Why does this matter to so many people? I don't know, but I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. I, I want to know. Do not care i want to know i want to know that'd be cool and even if it is the same rancor which apparently was given another name somewhere in canon i can't remember it but it's not moochie okay and so people are mad um to quote spongebob (laughs) it's just a rancor (laughs) can we not can we not get bent out of shape over a Rancor's name? First of all, nobody's telling us that this is the same Rancor. It doesn't have to be the same one. This is true. This could be that one's mom, because it's a she. That's true. Or this could be a totally different Rancor, because as Marie Claire Gould pointed out to me, the only for sure female Rancor that she knew of belongs to Vader and is in Vader Immortal, oh. that video game. So maybe... <laughs> he has a pet... A pet? I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a pet or if it just, like, is in the game. I'm not really sure because oh, okay. I haven't played it. Okay. But that one is definitely a female. Okay. So maybe Moochie is Vader's Rancor. But hmm. bottom line, why do we care so much? <laughs> I don't know. This, I don't know, dude. I, this episode's so cute. And the... Well, okay. Here's the thing, though. I am getting tired of them making... Like they they basically made this rancor. They made it. Sh- they made us realize that rancors are sentient. Yeah. They have likes, dislikes. They yeah. have a social hierarchy. Mm-hmm. There are rules that they follow. Like yeah. So now we're just gonna be extra sad about that rancor being killed in Return yeah. of the Jedi. But we don't know if it's the same one. Even if it's not the same one. Oh. They're now like oh oh, oh I was gonna I was gonna say I was just thinking of this actually what you were talking about like. Being able to empathize with the Rancor, like, that's basically what's happening. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a level in Force Unleashed mm-hmm. where you go to a planet... I forget what planet it is. Are we close? <laughs> this thing's gonna go off. We're not even close to being done, but we'll try. All right, I forget what planet it is, but he goes to, like, a Rancor planet. Like, we're oh. just a bunch of different kinds of rancors, and, like, you have to get through from one end to the next, and you have mm-hmm. to, like, kill a lot of them. <gasps> Which, you say that now, but I'm pretty sure before this episode, rancors were bad. Like, we looked at rancors as being bad. Like, maybe, I, I, okay, me personally, when I watch episode six, I'm like, 
it's actually kind of sad <laughs> when when the rancor dies. But well, then now the, especially, it's like dude, because the guy is crying that his pet that is too, dead. That, that too. That was, but that was like comedy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so whereas but, now you're but like, but now I think about that level, and I'm like, oh, that's tough. It's <laughs> tough, man. Aww. And even Omega's like, oh, she's kind of cute. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's she's riding on the rancor when they go back to town. Like, yeah. Why are you Good trying stuff. to make me sad about Rancor's now? <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Oh! It's scary, man. Oh. Uh, well, Bro. pipe down, Death Star. We're not done. Yeah, come on, dude. Um, because, okay. Let's go Move back on. to... Move let's on. go back to the action. Yeah. So, again, no problem following this action, even though there's a lot of running around, there's creatures everywhere, there's chaos. This is facts. Um, but very well done and directed that I did not get confused. In the middle of this action of her rescuing her Bad Batch family, she finds a crossbow. Woo! Let's get it. And they show... It's go time. I feel like they showed this in the trailer or something. We knew she was going to find a crossbow. Like, this was... Yeah, I had seen this before. I didn't know that. Her holding the crossbow. See, this is the perks of not knowing anything. I know. You really should adapt that mentality. Maybe. It's It's the best. But I feel like only one of us can be clueless. And you've decided it's you. So uh, like, I have to watch all the stuff. Okay. <laughs> I was kind of forced to be like that because Colin's busy and you're not. I'm just saying we can't both be clueless. Somebody okay, has to be watching all the stuff. I guess. Okay. So they pause on this moment of her finding this laser crossbow, which by uh, if I, you know how I feel about the black, the dark saber, the dark saber is my favorite thing ever. Yes. Yes. But you didn't even light up the thing. I know I haven't been. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I also love the Sith witches crossbows. Like, oh yes, they're so cool. They're dope. So they are now. They're also in uh, Jedi Fallen Order, by the way. Oh yeah, you did tell me you that. Gotta, they're actually really you, annoying. Because <laughs> you know I love a crossbow. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But I think I think that. No, this crossbow doesn't have anything to do with the Sith witches because it belongs to one of the slavers. But they do pause for quite a few moments while she finds it, picks it up, turns it on, mm-hmm. and is like, hey, this is a cool weapon. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. Does that kind of thing also happen to Ezra? Does he find it and like, yo, what is this like kind of thing? Does that happen or no? I, I don't remember. Happened to Ezra in what and like, th- Yeah, does he, does he have a moment where he finds, like, his weapon and he's like, yo, what the heck is this? Like, He has a moment like that with, I want to say, a holocron. Okay, okay. Where he's Man, like, hey, what's saying. this? Okay, whatever. Um, but going. I'm just saying, they pause the action for, for, I felt, like, unnecessarily long for her to pick it up, turn it on, get this look on her face like, ooh, and if you are, you know, if you're in into Star Wars, you know that the Sith witches use these weapons. Um, oh, sorry. So yeah, maybe it was just a random choice. Let's give her a different type of weapon than everyone else. That's really cool, but also like Dave Filoni. <laughs> but also, bro, Dave Filoni's involved here. So true. I always try to give if the, if they're pausing like this, you know, I give it I give it a Filoni raised eyebrow like are you trying to say something under like an undercurrent of something sure, here yeah. being in my opinion you know women yeah 
powerful women. Uh-huh. Because she surrounded every episode, every episode, there is a woman of note that comes into her life, even if it's briefly. We'll talk about it when we're done. Sure. Um, but this was, that was a moment where I was like, ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Kong versus Godzilla <laughs> Yeah, moment of the Rancor and I the Rizak fighting. Moment, I wish there was a moment where they like yelled at each other, like that one moment. Where yeah. Like, <laughs> but I loved it. Oh, I'm muted. Aw. I, I think they heard me through your oh. mic, but oops. How dare it? You know what? I'm sorry. You get on my case. <gasps> okay. <sighs> Mind your business. So yeah, that was fun. Fun little fight. Um, I loved that fight. It was, weird. I, it was very short, but <laughs> it was it, was, fight, it was like Kong versus Godzilla. It's great. Like I loved it. Um, but then we also have a fight between Wrecker and Moochie because that's when Tech is like, oh, by the way, they have a hierarchical society, and if you have if you show dominance, they'll do what you say. And Wrecker's like, cool, I'll kick his ass. <laughs> Let's go. So there's a funny so fight. Good. Between Wrecker and yeah, Rancor, like, where they finally just, like, tire each other out. They're just like, ugh. 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 Very weak yeah. punches. So funny. The comedy in the show, <laughs> I find to be firing on all cylinders perfectly. It's very There's good. There's a perfect amount of humor. Oh, yeah. And murder. And murder. It's good times. <laughs> it's such a balanced show. I, I really feel like it is. Uh, okay, so we haven't even brought up Bib Fortuna. Woo! Um... The person that hired Sid to find Moochie was Bib Fortuna. So that's the connection with Jabba. That's why people were like, this has got to be the same Rancor as the one in Return of the Jedi. It does not. Mm-hmm. Perhaps he had, uh, like, uh, uh, bred them for money. Like, we don't know. That's very possible. It doesn't matter. Just keep going. Um, but what's interesting, though, is when they come back into the city with Moochie and Omega, again, is riding his back, like, having a great time. Like, yep. they're friends now. Yep. Ugh. Um, making us feel bad. Uh, Bib Fortuna is literally like me and my bird. Like, he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, cute baby. Yep. Yay, you're back. Oh, that's another thing. They, she, when she's... When Sid's talking about this job, I think she's the one that mentions we have to get this back. Yeah, yeah. So clearly, Moochie belonged to Jabba. Mm-hmm. Somehow he lost her. Was stolen by pirates. Or stolen or whatever. And now they're getting her back. I don't know. Perhaps it means absolutely nothing. Perhaps it's just part of the story. I'm I don't sure know. sure it means absolutely nothing, man. <laughs> but I just feel like we're going to get a comic at some point oh where, my God, dude. where we find out that Jabba's has a, uh, like he's breeding like dogs, but they're rancors <laughs> okay. to sell them. And Maybe, like yeah. Bib actually falls in love with this one for whatever reason and adopts it or somehow it ends up with Vader. <laughs> I don't know. But we're going to, we're probably going to get some funny story at some point about Luchi. Possibly, yeah. Um, yeah, so everybody, calm down. It's just a rancor. <laughs> Don't be so upset about it. Okay, I think... Oh, so she does... Sid does find out not much about Finnick, but just that she is a bounty hunter. She's an elite bounty hunter. Um, she doesn't know who she's working for. But then at the very end of the episode, it's it's very much... 
set up that Sid is now going to be like the Bad Batch's handler, basically giving them jobs. Oh, is that uh, how it is though? Well, basically, yeah. That she's like, okay, well, I need stuff done. You need money. I can keep a secret. Right. Okay. That you guys are around. So let's. This is going to be the beginning. I feel like Crosshair's going to kill her. Ooh. Probably. Oh, no. I just feel like that that's the way it's going to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's mm. going to track them there, and then she's not going to give it up. Perhaps. Perhaps. Um, okay. I'm going to set the timer again. I know we went over, but we it was it was close. 20. Ooh, let's do 22 minutes, just to be. <laughs> okay, episode six was called Decommissioned. And we are back on Ord Mantel at Sid's place. And we find Omega training with her new laser bow. Crossbow. Um, which made me very happy. Oh yeah, this is at the bar, right? Yeah, there's they're at Sid's place. And you know, we find out that she's she's hit four out of twelve targets while mm. she's been practicing. And basically, uh I can't remember which clone tells her that she just needs to tune out distractions. Right, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. It's very Qui-Gon. Oh, it's very It's very Yoda. Or Obi-Wan, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's very... That line of of knowledge, It's very force training. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. Without it being force training. True. Um, And also, Preach! To, to I'm talking, like my 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 brothers and sisters who like got the um got that ADHD like that that, that, <laughs> that, 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 that yeah you know what I'm saying? I don't know what they were. Do- Just saying, it's, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. That 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 phrase, the number of times I've heard that phrase, like it's ridiculous. But um, it's interesting. Like, I don't know, personal on a personal level, it's cool, and it's cool that she says it later. Yeah, that she learned. But, that's important. Yeah. Um, but also very fun is that at some point a little bit later, Sid is like, you did come on. And she takes the crossbow from her and she just lets loose three or four. I don't know if you call them arrows, but whatever. Um, laser and they, bolts. yeah, laser bolts and they all hit the target and she's like, your arms are weak. Mm-hmm. That's your problem. Boom! You need to work, you need to do some gonky curls. <laughs> yeah. Build up your strength. Yeah. So again, we have a female figure learning her up about something. Yeah. In the episode. Right off um, the bat. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. So, um, also while we're there, while they're there, Sid's like, "I have another job for you." Um, the tactical droids that have. All the ones that the, you know, droid army used are being decommissioned on Corellia. And it would be very useful to my client to get one of them because they have a lot of intel stored. Oh, we still don't know who that client is, don't we? No, we do not. Oh, Um, interesting. But remember how I was like, why does this feel so familiar to me? What is this going... I feel like we've seen this plot line before with oh, the tactical droid. Oh, yeah. So I googled it. There is, in fact, a Rebels episode. 
in season oh, two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ahsoka gives a tactical droid head to the ghost crew because they're looking for Rex. Ah. And she's like, you can probably figure out where he is by the intel in this tactical droid Oh, head. yeah. Oh, I, okay, I remember So, that. my brain doesn't fully function. Yeah. <laughs> but it does, there are seeds in there. And I, Google, you've tr- you've thank traced, God. Yeah, yeah. You, you better thank your lucky stars that the internet exists. I know, I, oh, please, I do every day. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Now, I don't know that that's a direct connection, because they actually don't get the head at the end of this episode. The head gets destroyed. Right. And they just end up with, like, a... a like a hard drive, mm-hmm. basically. Um, like a rod or something. Yeah. Um, so. Well, they have those sticks in the Mandalorian. It's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Data stick. But I'm just saying, like, thing. it can't be the same head because there isn't a head at the end of this episode. Right, right. But there are connecting the dots, Connor. Uh, yeah, I dots. see. I see. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, Sid tells her, your arms are weak, you need to build up your strength, and then you'll be, you know, better at this bow, crossbow. Um, They do the ship hiding underneath another ship trick, which we've seen a million times in Star Wars by now. Yeah, the Marauder is underneath another ship that goes to Corellia, because now... Which makes sense, because it looks like a bat. Yeah, yeah. Visually Um, speaking... So everyone in Star Wars knows this trick by now. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Everyone does it. But now that their ship is clean and untraceable, um, they can do this stuff and they can get around without being detected, which is very convenient. Indeed. Okay, so they get to Corellia, which looks really good. It looks very similar to the Corellia we see in Solo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for not putting Han in this episode. Oh, were you thinking that? I was like, oh my God. Are you playing games like that? I was ready to be irritated. Throw hands? <laughs> I was just ready to be irritated and roll my eyes. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even suspect that. Oh, as soon as they said Corellia, I'm like, it's going to be Han or Kira. We're going to see Han or Kira or we're going to see... Oh, but if it would have been... I mean, okay, okay. But if it would have been Kira, though, like... Eh, that's pushing it, but I think that would have been kind of cool. I would have loved... It would have been just a perfect excuse to hear, um, what's her name again, so... Oh, right, Amelia Clark. I like her acting, yeah, but... I was also like, but if it's Lady Proxima... Oh, oh yeah, that too. That too. I will gladly accept more Lady Proxima. That's another female. <laughs> and it would have been and another... And Kira's another female? That could have worked, bro, that could have worked. It could have, it could have. Yeah. But the restraint... Appreciated. Oh yeah. Appreciated. <laughs> Appreciate. This Preach, is dog. this is how I know it's not Filoni in the Mandalorian who just cannot resist these big name characters. Oh yeah, dude. It's the it's Favreau. Filoni's definitely rolling his eyes. It's and, Favreau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, doing yeah. all that shit. I mean, are you I mean, surprised stuff. by that? I'm not surprised. No, by that. I'm not. <laughs> but I'm. I just really appreciate the restraint that they showed. Mm-hmm. Um, not bringing them into it. Okay, so they get there and they're like, police droids? She didn't tell us there was going to be police droids. So clearly, like, Sid is holding back information. She didn't tell them that Moochie was a rancor. I don't know why she does that. Honestly, Sid annoys me in this show. I, I don't enjoy that character oh, at all. I do, but frankly. 
It's but, mostly because of Rhea Perlman, I feel like. Yeah, I guess that's cool, but um, I, don't I don't know her, so I, I really have no connection to this character. Right also, now. I like that she's a shady version of Charlie on Charlie's Angels, except you actually get to see her. Mm. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, you don't but, see... Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, You don't see Char... Well, you do see Bosley, though. So maybe she's more of a... Mm-hmm. Bo- she's like a Charlie Bosley co- composite. Okay. <laughs> she's timer, both. woman. Timer. She's both. Um, the timer. The Death Star. Man. I know. We've got... Pl- it's fine. Okay. So, yeah. She keeps, hol- she keeps withholding information that would probably make them not want to take these jobs. Mm. Um, which... Yeah. I think it's kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess that's probably why you would not tell them that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So we get to um, where the decommissioning plant is, uh, and they find out there's one tactical, the only one, there's one tactical droid that has not yet been destroyed, and that's the one they need to find. Yeah. So um, we we get another episode of Wrecker establishing that he does not like heights. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he keeps hitting his head, so maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe he's like, I'm really tired of hitting my I'm head. I'm sure his scar has something to do with it. Oh! So. I bet you're right! <laughs> I yeah. can't wait to find out about that. Okay. But the thing that they do, which is so funny, is they, when he's, when they f- get to that ladder, like that super tall ladder that they have to climb up, he looks up the ladder, and they do that Hitchcock Vertigo, the movie Vertigo, you know, when Jimmy Stewart is up really high, he also has a fear of heights. And it's like the camera pulls the length yep. of the shot into an even longer shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what that's called or how they accomplish it, but yeah, it's a technique. But... They did that though mm-hmm. in this episode. So props. I like Hitchcock, so that Ooh. stuck with me with that they are like, ah. That's interesting. You didn't say that when we were watching it. I don't say everything. I do try to save things for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to hear things in the moment, though. Yeah, but I like to <laughs> save things for the podcast. Okay. Um. So this whole droid decommissioning station, again, who... Somebody's attack of the clones-ing in every single episode of the show. Hey. And it is very much... Enjoyable it's and good, appreciated. Dude, it's, it's good, dude. It's good. It's, it's that movie's underrest. That movie is so slept on. I know. Out of all of them, I know. Like, I love that. That movie. is the most. I'm gonna be honest, man. That is definitely the most slept on of the of, of all. Of like at least episode one, people hate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> episode two gets no love. No one ever talks about that movie. Not I, as much as I do. I sure. would say people rank that last more often than they rank episode one last. There's no. Way. No, no, no! It's true, Colin. How, dude? That movie is it's so true. good, dude. Dude. I know. I I completely disagree. Like I can't disagree enough. Bro, that. Yeah, I can't disagree as well. So I love that the show is all like, "You gonna hate on Attack of the Clones? Well, we're just gonna tell you that we love it. That's us, dude. And that's fine, dude. What are you? I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a bend, though. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a bend, though. We're not gonna talk about it. Okay. I'm not gonna talk about it. Um. Okay, so the big moment for me in this episode was I think it's that the big moment for everybody. <laughs> Trace and Rafa are back <laughs> from the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Martez sisters. Is that the last name? Excellent. I think it's Martez. Mm-hmm. Cortez. Martez. I think it's Martez. 
Um, yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's dope. I, and it's presented nicely. It is. You know, it's like such new. It's it's uh, what's or, that what's that word? It's finesse. It's That's what organic. Saying. It organic. makes. Perfect. I used the word economic the other day. It it's economical. It's organic. It makes perfect sense in the story. Um. Yeah, we're getting a lot of sort of guest star of the week cameo stuff in these episodes. That's true. Actually, now that we're talking but, about all three of these episodes in order, it's there's actually a lot of that. <laughs> there's quite a bit of it. Yeah. But I am going to make probably a, a statement that oh. people will disagree oh. with. Oh. The Bad Batch is using their guest star slash cameos so much better than oh, season oh yeah. two of The Mandalorian. I agree. So much better. It doesn't feel like shoehorned in. I'm sorry. I know people love Ahsoka. I appreciate that you love Ahsoka. If you love Ahsoka, I love Ahsoka too. I can imagine. I can. I can. But I can she see felt the so names shoehorned. Of people. I can see the names of people <laughs> in my head that are getting mad right now. I can see it. She felt so excessively shoehorned into season two mm. of Mandalorian. I. It, it was clearly just. Because they knew they were doing a spinoff. Okay. And, okay. Hot take. Hot take. And you're going to point at me and say hypocrite because you loved that Boba Fett was in season two of The Mandalorian. And I will accept that mm. take. But mm. I would also say, but it's The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he is the OG Mandalorian. Like, yes, it, I, I see it both ways. He is my personal favorite. So I love that he's back. Go ahead and slam me for it. That's fine. But I don't... So do you, man. (laughs) I do not feel like he was shoehorned in like Ahsoka was or Luke was shoehorned in. It just doesn't feel that way. People are turning off the podcast now. I know. I should have saved that until the end, I feel like. I probably should have. Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I said it when we watched it or after we watched it that... uh, I don't know. Well, okay. The way the way I have a very, very, very particular paradigm when it comes to appreciate that alliteration. I have a very paradigm. specific criteria for when characters are brought back in Star Wars. Like there, there are very specific factors that go into that. And if they, if if not every single one of these factors are there, I'm not a fan of okay, it. Okay, that's fair. So one of the factors is that there needs to be character development. Yes. For that character. Mm-hmm. The second factor is the main characters need to learn from in some... They need to develop as a response to their development. Sure. Hence the economy that I just yeah. mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then the third factor is they need to be gone permanently after that episode. Like, after that cameo, they're done. Unless it is, like, really, really well handled. Like, with Boba Fett, I think that was really well handled. And I think that makes sense. So, like... I give that a, I give that the benefit of the doubt, but you know, a little is good when it comes to cameos. I don't like when it's too much. I think giving giving Ahsoka a whole episode is good. If she's brought back, I'm gonna hate it. I'm, I'm not gonna be a fan. Like it's gonna make me uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable a little bit when she was in it. I hate to be that guy, but it did. I got used to it over time, and it made sense for that episode for me. I know you say it was shoehorned. For me, it made sense, but. Just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Plus, they came in, Rafa and, what are they? Rafa and... Rafa and Trace. Yeah. They came in, like, later into the episode, which I liked. 
like their surprise guests. Yeah. That was an effect. Like that yeah. was a nice effect. It, it was wasn't like fun. next episode has Ahsoka in it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I I think that that's what I meant when I said finesse. So the finesse needs to be there, the economy needs to be there, and character development. I guess those are like the three things. And every one of those things happened. Yeah. In this, for not just one of the characters, for both of them, and for the Bad Batch, and Omega. Yeah. Everybody developed yes. at the same time. Yes. So, like... That's called well done. That's how I define that's being That's called well done. well done. That's how I define story also, writing, I guess. And also, you, so, you're not gonna... When it comes to Star Wars. You, I'm sorry, but if you're trying to tell me that Tr- Rafa and Trace equals... The, yeah, you keep saying this, but like, yeah. Okay. The level right. of Ahsoka Tano and Luke Skywalker, like, please, no. They're not at that magnitude. Of course not. They've been no, not even close. Like, not even close. I I'm know gonna, that I'm, I'm close. gonna laugh at you if you try to make that point. Like, that's how silly I think that. I'm not making is. that point. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about oh. other people. But even at that point, dude, you want to bring in Luke to the show? Bring in Luke to the show. No, I don't care. Don't. I mean, okay, you have your opinions. Please don't. You're I don't want to see Han. I don't want to see Leia. I don't want to see. I'm trying to make a point Luke. here, though. I don't want to see Luke. I have my own feelings about it. But if I'm a story writer, this is what I'm thinking. Like, if I had to, if I got to speak to one of these story writers and be like this, I would say this. I would be like, if you want to bring back a big character, that's fine. Honestly, but those criteria, like, that's important to me. Yeah. So that did not happen anywhere in the Mandalorian as far as I'm concerned with any of the cameos of big people. It, like there were like character development wasn't really a thing on the on the end of the cameo person, you know what I'm saying? The Mandalorian kind of learned a little bit, I think, from Ahsoka and like learned a little bit from uh what was the other one besides Luke? Boba Fett. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I guess he didn't really learn much from Boba Fett. Yeah, but I mean, here's the other difference. Ahsoka has been around constantly for the past 10 years or whatever. Yeah. Boba Fett's been gone. Like That's true. We've been waiting for to find out what the heck for 40 years. That's true. Like, That's true. give me a break. It's time. It's time <laughs> to bring him back. Give me a break. Uh, it is. It's time. I think you're being a little hypocritical. I know I am. But, but I also have reasons for why it works for me and why Ahsoka... Only half worked for me, and Luke did not work for me. At I all. just think it's a completely different camp of thought. It's like, I guess this is kind of what you're saying. I, I think, like, if you're gonna compare this to those cameos, you can't do that because this is a completely different situation. I know, like, it's a totally different. Situation. I agree. So it, it's a different show, and it's a different situation. Bringing in Cut yeah. and Sue, I mean, you're gonna actually sit there and try to tell me that oh, that's yeah. irritating because yeah, it's whatever. a camera. These like, are B team. Uh, you know what I'm saying they're like H. J team. Like, they were in <laughs> yeah. one freaking episode of oh, yeah. the Clone Wars. Give yeah. me a break. No. And again, it's like, they are in the episode, but it's also not about them. Right. You know it's about the Bad Batch. Right. And it's Omega. Well. Yeah. The fin- that's the finesse. That's what I'm saying. That's the, that's the finesse factor. It's like, oh my gosh, they're cool. And then it's like, alright, what's they the Bad They are not distracting. Here? They're not distracting. To your main characters. Tune out distractions. They're not distracting. They're tuning out the distractions. Like this. R- the sisters are not distracting. In fact, they're brand new characters. We barely know them. Yeah. You know, this, like you're saying, this episode and what we learn about them in we this also episode. also barely know the Bad Batch, by the way. <laughs> true. Oh. True, that is true. But I'm just saying their character development in this one little episode, which it, they're not even in the whole episode. Like you said, they get introduced about a third of the way in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. 
It's like, pfft, Stuff no is excuse. going on with them. Like, <laughs> There's no excuse for bad It's writing. good. It's just good, okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I have a note here. The sound design is oh, so yeah. good. Yeah. The mix, yeah. immaculate. It's good. This episode in particular, I noticed it. And then the last one with the chase, you know, the... But again, the chase has been done kind of before. They just maybe had to mimic it a little bit. This was... Yeah, my, bo- my boys at Skywalker Sound are putting in the work. Oh my God. They're putting in the work for this one. This man. episode in particular, I was just like, what is this symphony I am hearing right yeah, now? This dude. is the music and the dialogue and the action, the sound effects, and all of that stuff. The, the metal sounds was great. Good. All of them were good. When the, when, the, when the scaffold falls, like that's a great sound. That's a great sound. They better get an Emmy nomination. That's all I'm saying. Oh, the sound team. I don't know, man. They're at uh, least yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. They I mean, might. this whole show, as far as it's going, I know we're barely into this show, but I'm clearly cheerleading for this show. It's oh, I find sure. it to be the work that goes behind this kind of stuff is insane, man. The the sound and music. I mean, I thought the music for the oh yeah, oh yeah. There's some music cameos too. In yeah, this yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Not, I'm not down there. Um, oh well, let's just talk about it. Ooh. Droid invasion. Needle drop. Dude! When another battle under, droids. Another super upper, so underrepresented out of the marches. Like, name a march that is any less. I know, it's great. Like, like that it's is great. the one. Oh, no. Oh. Shutty. Shut up, Death Star. Um, <laughs> that march, bro, it's one of my faves. And also, by the way, I, I don't think... Have I ever mentioned Galactic Empire on this podcast before? Maybe. Maybe way back in the day when I was listening to them like all the time. Maybe. But they did it. They they covered Droid yeah. Invasion. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's it's dude. It's a banger. <laughs> this like, dude, no, no. <laughs> dude, I, I love that march though. It's a great march. It's so cool that they brought it back for just a brief moment too. So it wasn't like too much. I'm kind of sad. I didn't it, even it, notice it until you pointed I it out. I noticed it. Yeah. I didn't even. I notice heard it. the the horn. It's melody. when they wake up the. Um, the battle droids is when, if you want to go it's back and listen. It's when they mention the battle droids. They don't wake up to it. The, when they wake up, the music is not being played. Oh. Which oh, I, I was just about to say, I think they should have put it there. <laughs> I don't know why they put it like in the Oh, mansion. I thought they put it in both places. Nope. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, they put a snare roll, though. When they yeah, I couldn't on. hear the snare and the, roll. And the march, starts, the march starts with it. I don't know if you can hear it in your head, but it, like the sound drops out, and it's just percussion. It's like... <sighs> boom. Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a build, so maybe that was like a little bit of a reference, but maybe. like whatever. What? Not enough reference. I wanted more. Yeah, it should have been more noticeable because I didn't even notice it. Music cameos are encouraged. We're talking about <laughs> character cameos, being like, eh, music care- cameos. Yeah. Give me some of that, bro. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, there is an Ichuda, which Colin laughed at. Yes. That's good, dude. <laughs> that was cute. How rude. Um, how rude. Wrecker hits his precious noggin again. Yeah. This was, we knew this was coming. We knew we could see it coming from 10 million miles away. He hits his head again um, because, My again, boy. he's he's already, like, afraid of heights, and he has to, like, jump across this chasm to get to whatever he needs to turn on or off. I can't remember now um, what was actually the goal in, for him. But he hits his oh. head, leaping over this chasm, and knocks himself out again and he starts muttering good soldiers good soldiers i like that not only that but they don't even they leave us hanging 
Like once he wakes up, he's like, all right. (laughs) And he gets back to business and like starts, you know, kicking some droid butt to get them out of there. They don't even tell us what. I think it's going to happen. He's thinking. I think it's going to happen at an unforeseen moment. (sighs) Of course it is. It has to. Of course it is. That means it's so good. (laughs) But like. Leave my husband alone, Lucasfilm. Leave him alone. He's not going to be around, man. Stop it. Stop it. I feel. I listen, listen. Because once Crosshair comes back, like, listen to me. If they even think about killing truth. him off, oh, they're not gonna kill him, dude. They're not gonna kill him. They better not even think about they're it. They're not gonna kill him, dude. There's no way. If they kill him, they'd be so stupid. Okay. It's a great character. I don't know why they would He's do that. He's perfect in every way. Yeah. Mark my words, though, Lucasfilm. I'm not going to be happy. I'm, I, I, I've been cheerleading this show so hard. You take my record away, and I will maybe... Oh, okay. I don't know if I can even watch it anymore. I'll just oh, be honest. Oh, man. He's my favorite. They took the Razor Crest, and then they're going to take this. <laughs> don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't mention that in this house, son. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. Dude, I'll never forget. <laughs> that was a moment. That was a moment. I remember my face. I was like, "Please stop bringing." I was sitting next to you. You're hurting me. No, listen. I was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna paint this picture for no, the audience. No, you're hurting. I was sitting next to my mom watching the show, and it happened. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> like silent mouth open. It's like, I glitched. Like I had dude, a malfunction. That was a scary moment. I thought you might have died. <laughs> like comatose, right there. I really. Oh. Ha- I glitched. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's get back. Okay. Let's get back. Okay. I, I'm treating you like him with the with the head thing. Yeah, exactly. You're coming back. Uh, I I really try not to think about that. To okay. be honest, it was, it was so painful. <laughs> okay. Um. Ooh, so yeah, we that don't. That one laser shot though. Oh, shut up! <laughs> Stop it. Okay. 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 So we don't even know where Wrecker stands at this point. Yeah. He wakes up and he goes back t- to business, but we're not going to know really what happened to him, if anything happened to him, until he is faced with. A Jedi? Oh. Um, I didn't think about that. Or. I, think, I didn't think about that. So, like. Hmm. So, if Omega <gasps> is Force sensitive. <gasps> which. Dude! Yeah. That'd be so good. I'm clipping. I, I'm clipping. I can't. Oh, but that'd be such good writing, though. Come on, dude. Come on, man. Grow some balls. <laughs> Grow some balls. Okay, you know what? Nope. You know what, though? You know what, though? You know what, though? You know what, though? What? Crosshair killing all those dudes. Yeah. They have the balls. They're going to do that. Calling it now, dude. Did you think of... When did you think of this? When I was watching it. Oh. Why did you tell me that? That's good. I told you I don't tell you everything. Bro. (laughs) Why are you making big, loud noises? I want that to happen, dude. I want that to happen so bad. I want it to happen so bad. Or, or, or. Well, we... Okay, let me... Remind me to talk about this when we're done talking about this episode. Or something else. But, okay. Um, there's a com- comedy <sighs> I'm gold. I'm that you said that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Because now I'm going to think of it, and I'm going to want it to happen, so if but, it doesn't happen, I'm going to be mad. Well, you have to let them write their show, I guess. But it would be <sighs> the ultimate heart-wrenching if he turns on her. You, you, you don't understand, people. I'm freaking out. <laughs> He is really freaking oh. out. 
That'd be so good. I'm sorry I brought it up. Oh, man. Should have brought it up in private. All right, let's get to talking about okay. R7. Uh, okay, well, wait. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Get me this out of this headspace now, dude. Wheeling. I. Oh, my God. Let's go. But no, no, no. Okay, the joke, though. Is there an echo in here? Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's stupid. It's not stupid. It's so funny. <laughs> like i was saying Sorry, the, the comedy in the show is so good like it's good yeah that was so stupid it's but cheesy. so funny it's just so oh cheesy. my god and then when the when the tactical droid wakes up all the battle droids and of course the battle droid is like did we win <laughs> i love when they do battle droid humor battle droid humor i didn't appreciate for a very long time but now i love it when battle droids just say dumb stuff. Oh, yeah, It's real dude. funny. That's great, man. You're sleeping on the droids. But, well, not anymore. I love them now. Um, but um, but oh, here's no, the it, thing. Here's the, here's the thing, though, that made me go, ooh, creepy. Um, can when, I say something before you say it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the next point you're making is a bigger one, and I don't want to make it. Okay, so I don't know what game they're playing, but I'm sure there's a game somewhere with the whole, like, Echo and Narcissist thing. Explain. Greek mythology. Yeah, I know, but what? I don't know what it is. I'm just saying. Why are you making Echo. that connection? I don't. I'm not making a connection. I'm just saying. I've always thought about like Echo is a very specific name. Yeah. And we haven't really been told why his name's Echo. Like, I don't really know why his name's Echo, at all. Um, normally, every other clone has like a reason for. What does that have to do with Narcissus? It doesn't. But the story oh. of Echo and Narcissus, like. Oh my the god. The fable. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying stupid. mythology, yeah. I mean, okay. you are stupid, but, but I don't <laughs> know like, because why? It's oh. interesting that it's Echo, and they yeah. they do this joke, and yeah, it's a joke, but like I also think it's it's odd that they put that joke there because like who cares about his name? You know what I'm saying? Like calling to attention his name is a thing they did. Okay, well episode. let's put a pin in that because We're maybe we will find something out and be able to. I'm gonna I'm gonna refamiliarize myself with that myth. And then maybe I'll think about it. Okay. Um, but go on okay, with your so yeah, point. the the tactical droid once they steal the head, um, I think it's Trace has the idea that they need to get out of this pickle by causing the tactical droid to wake up all the battle droids that are still in this plant because they can't fight all these police droids themselves. They're never going to get out of there. So. She, she and, um, Tech, I guess, together figure out how to get the tactical droid to turn on the battle droids and then tell him, tell the tactical droids to tell the battle droids, attack the police droids. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my God, it's droid order 66. (laughs) That's, and it's the bad batch causing orchestrating it yeah orchestrating this droid version of order 66 and it just kind of sent a chill down my spine a little bit like mm. oh. <laughs> yeah 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 oh, that's chilling a little bit it's cool no. but it's cool it's yeah. a very cool parallel that i didn't catch until i watched it maybe two or three times after you know that's when these things hit me like after i've I've processed the actual action and what's going on. <laughs> you have a very, you're like an old processing Macintosh. Yes. <laughs> then I get to my like Zen level of watching it where I'm kind of paying attention, but kind of not. And then these things occur to me. 
That's how my brain works, guys. Sure. Oh, by the way, wondering. Death Star told us to end like 20 minutes ago. I know. You're but slow. I know. So. I love how we have a rule and then we break it in like an hour. <laughs> Disappointment. Because it's the unknown regions. I guess. Time, doesn't, time doesn't apply. Time here. doesn't apply. <laughs> rules don't apply. What do I always say? We do what we want. Mm. We can even break our own rules. It's fine. You're right, though. You're right, though. Um, okay. So R7? R7 is back. Yeah, homie. <laughs> homie. And sound. if if you're maybe fuzzy on R7, R7, ca- ca- it's a cameo though. <laughs> it is a cameo, but it's a great one. It's funny. <laughs> R7 was one of the droids that Ahsoka befriended during. Um, I can't remember the name of the episodes, but it was it was the um, the episode where Order sixty six has happened. Her and Rex need to get away. And she befriends these three little droids that help her. Like, literally, she could have not have gotten out of there with Rex if it wasn't for them. Mm-hmm. And R7 is the only one that survived that entire crazy debacle. Sure. So. Re- well, rest in peace, those Rest other in dudes. peace, those other two. Gigi. <laughs> they got Gigi wrecked. and. <laughs> what's the other one? <gasps> Gigi in and. In memoriam. Mm, it has a cute name, like Blinky or something like that. It wasn't, oh. <laughs> it wasn't Blinky, but it was something like that. Okay. So what can we glean from the fact that um, Rafa and Trace are now the proud new owners of R7? R7 is their like shipboard droid now. What I glean from that is that Ahsoka gave R7 to them. As, like, their connection, you know? Like, sure, 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 like, sure, R- yeah. like, she probably tells R7 where she is, and R7 can relay the information or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we know that they are still in contact with each other, clearly, Ahsoka and the sisters, which is really cool, like you're saying, character development. Uh, mm, um, we find out they are, in fact, working for the, the baby rebellion. <laughs> Dumb newborn baby. <laughs> newborn baby rebellion. Okay. Because that's why they're after the tactical droid also. Yeah. Um because information, information for the intel for the <clears throat> for the rebellion. It would be interesting if this was kind of a take on Ryan Johnson's whole like good guys bad guys whatever. If like this knowledge is going to the rebellion, it would be it would be very interesting if the, if the if the bad bats was taking this info back to uh Sid and she gave it to like the Empire. The Empire, It's totally yeah. a possibility that, like, she's working Very much. And more of a... Po- it, that's so. more of a possibility because she's... She's more underworld, mm-hmm. you know, aligned. Or just for something bad versus something good, you know what I mean? Like, like knowledge, technology going right. to either side. It's I mean, who have we seen her in yeah. contact with? We've seen her in contact with Bib Fortuna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not that a doesn't, good guy. It doesn't make her look great, you no. know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I, my my assumption is that she was working for someone who that information would have been bad. You know what the show it. is? What? It's very Kantian logic. Yeah. Super Kantian, yeah. Like the whole like I don't know, morality is being tested in this show quite a bit more than usual, I think. I mean, Rebels kind of did it with, with Ezra like getting pretty deep into the dark side stuff that kind of introduced that mm-hmm. whole thing and 
But I feel like with these clones, man, I mean, you know, Wrecker, has, he's having his thing. Like, he's, like, messed up in the head. Um, Crosshair, obviously, is going through that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, this is... Um, Omega's being exposed to good and bad stuff. It's, like, very interesting. This is so very... Taunting stuff, man. Yeah, this is so very binary. Yeah. And the is. and the line between the dark and the light is very thin. Ah. Uh, in this case. But that's not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of a different way here. I'm oh. thinking in the way of, like, there's dark and light. Okay, you say it's very binary. I'm trying to no, say No, it is binary, but it's also very not. Like, I'm like saying I just there's a said, spectrum, is what I'm trying to say. Like I just said, the, the, the line between the two is shifting a lot and right maybe hard to discern at times yeah okay it's shifting yeah sure um because the situation right now is very unstable like well because like it's order 66 is like i don't know when order 66 happens in the movies it's not about the morality of what's going on it's about the plot like anakin skywalker what's gonna happen to him yeah. jedi are fighting this is crazy cool action like darth vader yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but this show is taking it and it's putting it into the perspective of, like, okay, let's see what actually, like, happens to these, like, the people who are actually affected by Order 66, like, who have to execute it, what yeah. happens there on the mental <clears throat> level, um, the moral level, which is super cool, I think. And, it, and, it, and it's unfolding in a lot of different ways. Like, we're seeing Crosshair, what happened, I just mentioned Crosshair and Record, like, that's happening. But it's also just, like, on the level of, I mean, Omega, kind of, because I, I already said she's getting exposed to stuff. We're seeing bounty hunters. We're seeing, like, mothers. We're seeing, like, a lot of people. Different kinds of people. Yeah. Being affected by it in, in their own ways. And how they, how this has changed things. I love this the show. The shift. So yeah. far, I love this show. It's very good in that way. Um, but go on. Roth, yeah, Rothland. we'll talk about it. So you were saying <clears throat> you want to see character development if they're going to bring these characters back. Yeah. Obviously... Yes, Rafa and Trace have now shifted. Well, Trace was always kind of the one who of the con, you know, the conscience. Yeah. But Rafa was like, "Listen, we're poor. We don't have anything. We are going to make money any way we. I I can make money, and if that means we're selling droids to the highest bidder, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. If they're being used for good or bad, I don't care if the droids are dangerous. We need money. Yeah." And that, you know, the whole plot line of that story with Ahsoka was Ahsoka teaching them, listen, no, that's not how (laughs) this works. Like, you can't be undermining the good in the world or you're just undermining yourselves in the end. Right, right. Yeah. She has learned that lesson and flat out says it in this episode. Because then she turns around and accuses the Bad Batch. Of doing the same thing she was doing in the Clone Wars, which was turning over technology yeah. to someone they don't even know, and they don't know how they're going to use it, and it's probably bad. <laughs> um, so she tells them, like, we are trying to steal this technology to give to the Rebellion to fight against the Empire. So, right, right. what are you doing? Give it over. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing, bums? <laughs> like, she calls them clones, like it's a bad word, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but there you go. There's your character development. There's the reason why they have come back into the story. Yeah, man. It was not for cheap thrills. I, I mean, don't. It, it is Trace, for thrill, but it's also Trace you know, and Rafa are not a thrill. Like they're they're new characters. Like I they're enjoy not. It. I enjoy not, it. No, no, no. I love them. So. I'm just saying it's not a thrill. Like bringing back a Boba Fett or an Ahsoka or oh, a Luke Skywalker. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They made it made perfect sense in the story why they brought them back. For sure, man. Um. Okay. So yeah. 
very action heavy, very well done again with them running around. I never get lost. I never. And it's like dark in there too, which is even like. Yeah, crazy. I never feel like I don't know what's going on. There's a million droids running around, and I'm, I was, I stayed with the action the whole time. It was just great, 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 great. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever storyboarding this stuff, you need a raise. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we get to the end. Of course, they turn the tech over to Trace and Rafa because they're doing the right thing uh, by doing that. But then we get this little... We're left hanging with Wrecker. <laughs> Again, we don't know what's up with him. They leave and we get this little epilogue scene of Trace and Rafa back on their ship, the Silver Angel. Yep. Right? Um, with our seven... They're talking to a hologram of someone. Uh, they call the hologram a him. So we know it's not Ahsoka. But they're saying, yeah, we got the intel that you wanted. But oh, by the way, there's this group of rogue clones running around. I thought you would like to know. And we know where they are. So we see the back of the hologram. Broad shoulders. Broad shoulders. <laughs> possibly a hood. Possibly a sash. Definitely a sash of some sort. Oh, is it definitely or a sash? Or it's definitely a sash or like a bag or something. Yeah, that's bail, bro. Come on. So here are the Come three. On. Here are our three candidates that we think. Okay. Well, Rex is the most obvious, in my opinion. Obi-Wan. And then we kind of were, when we were discussing last night, like, oh, what about Bail? Bail yeah. Organa. If they if they want to go or super obvious, it's gonna hear be hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. Could be Tarkin. Oh, what? What if, they were what if they were lying in the game? You know what I'm saying? They're not lying. Yeah, that'd be crazy though. They have R seven. They're <laughs> not crazy, lying. R seven would never let them be. I guess yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> That's true. He's the judgment of character. He really is. Um, <clears throat> so any of those would make sense. And if we're talking about Wrecker trying to be out to kill Jedi, if he comes across Obi-Wan Kenobi, we're going to find out where Whoa. his brain is set. Because he's going to see Obi-Wan Kenobi and like try to crush his skull. That's so, crazy. Also, by the way, speaking of about the cameo thing, all of Clone Wars, the original series, were mm-hmm. just, it was just cameo after cameo after cameo. Like, literally every single episode had a new character that was like, we knew Commander Cody or like, Obi-Wan, obviously, Anakin, obviously, Padme, Jar Jar Binks, like, C-3PO, like, they were always there. So it's like, the whole cameo thing's kind of in the Clone Wars legacy. Like, that kind of is a thing. Because this is the prequels, still, kind of. Yeah. The prequels was all about cameos. You're right. So, you know, you can't really come to me with that argument about this, because it's like, that's what it's about. Like, this is a hybrid of Rebels and Clone Wars that I've said that before. I see this show as both, combined into one, kind of. So, more so Clone Wars, but... The DNA of Rebels is definitely in there. And Clone Wars is all about that. I think the distinction and why... I think the distinction between what you're saying the Clone Wars did and what we've been seeing in The Mandalorian and a little bit in The Bad Batch is the difference between original trilogy characters coming back and prequel trilogy. Yeah, I guess maybe there's a different vibe there. There's a very much a different... I can just tell you this from being on social media with a lot of Star Wars fans okay. that people are tired 
of the original trilogy just coming back constantly. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> They're I get not that. so much tired of the prequel trilogy mm-hmm. because we didn't because the prequels were are like not as I don't, it's like a vibe. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, a, it's a vibe. It's, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah. The OT vibe is very much kind of it's it's not its fault. It's the fans' fault. Yeah, yeah. But the OT vibe is laced with bro dude, like fair, yeah. Kind of icky vibes mm-hmm. sometimes. It can be, yeah. And that's why I just have a lot of friends who hated when they brought Luke Skywalker into the Mandalorian. It's like. Why are you kowtowing to those people? That's the problem with it. Mm. But if it's done, like you're saying, if it's done well, like I did not have a problem with Bib Fortuna being in there. I, I yeah, didn't. dude. It was yeah. okay. Yeah. I did not have a problem with the Rancor being in it. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Plus, again, it's also, I want to bring back the point I just made. We do not understand the Bad Batch yet. We're getting close, I think, to making them, like, very canonized into Star Wars. But, like, man, they, they are story. brand new people. We're mid-story. Still. We don't it's, even know. We yeah. don't know who these people are. You know what I'm saying? We don't know any of their background. Period. So I can't even, like, I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of like, but, no, what I'm trying to say is the cameos that are happening are characters that we also don't have a lot of background in. Which right, they're not 18. I think is a very on-purpose thing. Because that's like, okay, they're kind of at the same level, to our understanding. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's, I don't know, cameo is a strong word. It is a strong word. I, I, hesita- I hesitated to even call them cameos, because... It's like, what cameo? I'm not freaking out. Yeah. I kind of freaked out with Robo, because I like these characters, but yeah, like... Yeah, I was excited to see them. It was a shock, and, and the fact that they came a third way through, it wasn't expected. But, you know, whatever, man. I don't know. Do you, do you have any more of this? I um, guess the last point. My big point is my big point. All right. That I, the thing that I love about the show, is that they are. It's Omega. It's <laughs> okay. Omega. Okay. She is such clearly, a wild clearly. card. She's such a wild card. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we just don't have a clue where this is going. Well, I mean, I have a clue. I have my ideas, but I'm just saying I could be totally wrong. Um, you think? Oh, dude, you got me thinking of good things now. <laughs> but here's the like i've already said this a few times during this episode she keeps encountering all these women and even kids um girls specifically Yeah. yeah that being like a blank slate like she is coming out of uh, coming from Camino, and they make a point to say, like, literal blank. She's never been anywhere. She doesn't know anything. Yep. She asks very basic, basic questions all the time. She is a blank slate that these characters are writing on. Yeah, right. So, starting with Nala Say, and then Sue, and then the little girl, I forget Sue's daughter's name, um, uh, Sid, mm-hmm. Finnick, even a silly female rancor pops yeah. up. Yeah, oh yeah. And um Rava and Rava you keep saying Rava, that's Sorry. Avatar. Rafa. Rafa. <laughs> Rafa and whatever. And Trace. Yeah, Trace. Um 
I think we said, I said the other day, like, okay, maybe this is just, they're trying to create balance because they knew they were doing a show about the Bad Batch, which is all dudes. Yeah. All the clones are dudes. Like, it's a lot of dudes. So, but when you put a female clone in it, come yes, on, like man. that. The, the fact that, that they, yes, the fact that they did that is super. We've already talked about it. Like, very, very interesting. Yeah, dude. And they've never done that before. Possibly one of the most interesting things they've done in a while. It really, really is. To me, it is. So yeah. whenever they have her encounter another female, like a mother figure of some sort, or her dark side mother, like hmm. Fennec. I see, I see. You I know, see you, dog. That's like a dark side mom. Her picking up that freaking crossbow. Oh, which yeah. immediately we're going to think of the Night Sisters. Like, immediately. Well, that's like that's cool, because that's like historical femininity. Well, so it really, like I said, if you're, if you aren't into Star Wars, you may not even know about the Night Sisters. But yeah. if you are, that's obviously that's who you're going to think of when you see that crossbow. Yeah. And that she is owning it, you well, know? And it's also. It is her weapon of choice now, apparently. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's and she's it. getting better at it. I, I think, um, yeah, the metaphor is like, you can go to the moon, honestly, with the metaphor. But I think the whole notion of the fact that she's encountered. It's not necessarily that they're all women, but it's that they're all like different kinds. Oh, very much. That's they a all lot have of it like too. like yeah. I know you were getting to that point. I guess now I'll say we don't know a lot about her, but we know she must have been like caretakery to some degree. Yeah, she has feelings. Kind of like them. imagining like a foster mother. Like yeah. that's what I'm kind of thinking. And then we have Sue, which is like your good old fashioned nurturing. Yes, why? Well, yeah, of maternal. course I'll adopt you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same vibe, I guess. Maybe it's Nalsei. We don't know much about Nalsei yet. We'll see. But Sue uh, is more sick. like Earth Mother. Like, yeah. you are... Like, go play games with the kid outside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, suburban Mother. One I name. guess. Domestic. S- yeah, domestic. Very domestic. Sid is like... Sid, Sid is like your boss. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she's... She's she's um, she's definitely, like, tougher. Uh, yeah. She's more, like... Calls it like she sees it. Calls your, it like she your sees arms it. She's are like weak. You. She's yeah, like you. <laughs> your arms are weak. You need to work out your arms. Duh. Like, let me show you how it's done. Yeah, Fennec is uh, like the dark side kind of... Not dark side, but like but like the, the naughty side. Like, mischievous. Mischievous is maybe a good word for it. Yeah. Notorious mischievous. Well, you were, call- you were saying how si- or, um, Fennec reminded you of Snow White. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, witch yeah. in Snow White is the queen who is Snow White's stepmother. Like... Ah, uh, yes. So she's okay. like the fairy tale s- wicked stepmother, I guess, maybe. For sure. Template. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Archetype. And then, and then, like, the Rancor is kind of, like, just, like, the, like, uh, you know that archetype, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring up an archetype, I don't wanna be, I'm gonna bring up a sensitive archetype, probably, but I don't know if that's what they're going for, but you know, like, like, the, <laughs> this is gonna sound bad, but, like, the fat chick thing, you know, who, like, walks around, and it's just kinda dumb, and, like, walking around. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it is an archetype, and okay. it's, it's, like, yeah. a thing in stories, you can think of a bunch of them, it's done before... Uh, I don't know. Like, the I, ugly I think friend. The, the ugly, ugly friend, best friend. The ugly friend. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. Or the do- nerdy friend or the fat friend or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I it's see what just you're like saying. the nerd, like that kind of thing. The, the, I don't know. Maybe we're reading into it, but it's definitely different feminine sides. Oh, for. The spectrum of femininity is being explored. So much. That's what I'm saying. So much. Let me just take us out with that. Let's just take it out with that. That, like, the spectrum of femininity. Because we've seen a lot of spectrum of masculinity. Of course. In Din. Right? That yes. was what they did there. Yeah. Now we're seeing... Well, and even the Bad Batch itself, each of them is an archetype. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Each of them right. is a stereotypical type of oh, masculinity, totally. you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's but the fact and the, but the fact that Omega is both that she is a clone based on a male figure manipulated to be female. Yeah, that's good. Whoever was the one who thought, let's put a female clone in the mix, <sighs> that start the show, man. That said it. That's like, this show's going to be great now because we did that. I just... <laughs> this is a genius, genius. Do you think Dave Filoni decided that? Probably. Yeah, if I had to... He's been wanting that. Probably. <laughs> he's been wanting that for he sure. He probably has been wanting that. Yeah, man. So whoever whoever made the idea has been waiting for Let's a long time. Let's just flip it on its head. And and they're all her dads. And now she has all these mothers, too. It's yep. like, oh, it's so good. And I just don't feel like people are... Not getting it too much. Embracing that yeah. part of the show as, I, but as I, much. Because, because I think they are keeping it subliminal, kind of, to people who, like watch star wars the typical star wars goer like is not going to notice that kind of thing but at this point it's but, becoming so obvious it's every single episode there is a new female I don't know person obvious, man. that teaches her something or models something for her or is an archetype a new archetype uh, i don't think it's obvious yet i think it will become obvious like like okay you know what's obvious for example what's obvious is like they make it very obvious to children that what's happening to Wrecker is what was happening to Crosshair, kind of. Yeah. Because you hear Crosshair's voice. Of like, course, you are yeah. given it on a silver platter. You are not being given on a silver platter that, in my opinion. It's kind of just the case. Like, you're seeing a lot. It's making sense to us, but, like... I guess. I think there will come a moment where it's literally going to be, like, I am woman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but... There's going to be a moment, I think, where there, there's going to be, a, like, maybe Omega has a conversation with another feminine character, and it's just like, you need to, like, feel yourself, girl. You know what I'm saying? Well, like that, and plus, like, again, it's it's the binary. It's the male and the female. Like, she's both. She's yeah, got yeah, both. Yeah. I don't know how you're not going to notice that. And I mean, that's super at some point, that is going to light up. It's going to so be, like, a big moment for I her. I think so, too. When she realizes, I have a lot of power. I've got it, yeah. Yeah. I got the goods. Ugh, I'm telling you. It's also just a great story for the times, you know what I'm saying? It is. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. This is what I'm waiting for. I mean, this is kind of what we talked about all the way back when we were talking about, um... Oh, what was it, man? It might have been The Mandalorian. Like, at the beginning of The Mandalorian, when Grogu was, like, just introduced... And mm-hmm. we were we were always talk about just like feminine masculine. Oh like yeah, that like thing. He was this about... conversation is coming back around, but it's like the opposite now, where it's like yeah, it's where we don't even yang, know. Bro, it's the yin it is it is it is the prime Jedi. It it's is the yin the yang Jedi. though, but, but specifically the yin yang because you yeah. have that that image of the black and white that's obvious, but then you have the circles in the middle, mm-hmm. which is the most important part in my opinion. Like yeah, the acknowledgement, I know. <laughs> the sharing. I am a broken record because I keep, I'm like Grogu's the balance. Grogu's the balance. Omega's, Omega's the actually the balance. Like, she's literally the balance. Think about it, Grogu, like, man. Who cares about Grogu? She is literally down to her genome, the balance between yeah. masculine and feminine, at least. Very cool. And that's why I think if they do not make her Force-sensitive, I'll be shocked. Well, if heart. they don't make her Force-sensitive, if they don't make her Force-sensitive, I will probably also be shocked. I'll be upset about it for a moment, but it doesn't even matter, really. Like, that would be a great level to take it to, in my opinion. Yeah, it would be. But, but yeah, where it, it is now, it's, like, as excellent as it could be, I think. Uh, yeah, if they like, just if they just make her special right. power 
like special thing, be, you know, her clone power mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. be this balance between masculine and feminine. Also, I take that. I take that. Cool. <laughs> I take that. Yeah, I would totally take it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I do. I just. I still hope she's more sensitive because, like, you know, if oh, Record goes nuts, oh. Well, now you got oh. anything about that? That's okay, good stuff, let's wrap dude. it up. It's under two hours. We did it. We did not exactly follow our own oh, timer, yeah. but we tried our okay. best. Yeah. <laughs> this episode, this one, I knew we were going to talk about for more than twenty minutes. I'll just be honest. I mean, I said at the beginning that like this third one that we're talking yeah. about, is yeah, packed full with this kind of stuff we talk about on this podcast, bro. Yeah, is good. But the other two were were also excellent. Yeah. I have yet to watch an episode where I was just like, meh, lukewarm. I really, it might take me a couple viewings to get to a. Where I, like I said, it takes me a couple of viewings sometimes to notice right. deeper things. But Sure, um, but I only watched this one once and I was getting all the... I keep saying, I keep saying the show is it's woke, dude. nearly perfect Star Wars it's for me. It's woke. It's nearly perfect. Yeah. The only thing missing is the Force. Yeah. And if they give me that. it's good writing though because, you know, it's good writing if they wait that long. And then they bring in the force, you know what I'm saying? If they give me the force in the show, I'm a, I'm a stand for life. Like, that's it. <laughs> true, true. They've given true. me everything. For sure. Um, and if they keep maintaining this restraint with big name characters. Like, okay, fine, Rex is kind of a Obi-Wan, big name character. And yes, we're getting an Obi-Wan series, so they might be very tempted to bring him in. Yeah. Into the Bad Batch just to... We could that. get live Bad Batch in the Obi Wan series, dude. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! If they do that, we could. That's a gateway. Let me just say that. I'm not to say that I want that. What, okay, who's your money that. on Rex, Obi Wan, oh. or Bale? Because Bale is bringing in those prequel vibes, which they seem to love. That's true, bro. That's true. Um, That's true. Rex is bringing in the Clone Wars vibe, which they also obviously this is a Clone Wars spinoff, so that's yeah. But Obi Wan would be OT vibe and then also tapping into the Clone Kenobi Wars. show. I mean, the Clone Wars show. And the Clone Wars, he was yeah. all over that. True, um, true. He touches on all three. I think it would make most sense for it to be Obi-Wan. Or it would make it would make most sense to the story that we've been following with the Bad Batch to be Rex. Yeah. It would make more sense to Star Wars and, like, the stuff they're doing with the shows and stuff if it was Obi-Wan, in my opinion. I'm good with either of those two, Oh, but let's just also mention that timeline-wise... Yeah. This episode with the sisters can't really be very far after um, Order 66. Yep. It's not. It's a couple of weeks. And it's not Obi-Wan, then. Because so, Obi-Wan kind of is busy, <laughs> I feel like. It's a couple of weeks, and... Oh, yeah, why Why would it be Obi-Wan? And Well, because Ahsoka would be probably been put in touch with Obi-Wan. I would think. You think so? I would think. Uh, I don't know. I would think so. Mm. But maybe not after a couple of weeks. Maybe yeah. that's not long enough. That's hard, man. It's hard to tell, bro. That's why I'm like, it's got to be Rex. Because it, it's just, she would not have lost touch with Rex yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. But we should wrap it up. Okay. Because I got to pee. All right. <laughs> oh, I should have said right. that. Okay. I should have said that so, on Mike. My if bad. you want to reach out, we are on Twitter at Unknown Rage Pod, but mostly I'm on Twitter at my personal handle, which is at Frey Adjacent. We have an email, unknownregionspod at gmail.com. Colin is on Instagram at 
Colin underscore MJ underscore Whitlick. And we are both on Facebook if you want to yell at us about anything. Uh, anything else? No. We will try not to wait another month. Yeah, your school's s- winding down. So. School's winding down. Woo, finally. Yep. Um, okay, well, uh, hey, Colin. Yo. See you around, kid. Peace. Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regions Podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.